Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, what up? It's your boy Brian Cox, man. I'm here on the BTM show joining my boy Two Time, my boy Takio. BTM is not a sex show, it's a really nice podcast with my people dropping knowledge. Let's go behind the mask. <laughs> Look. When you got an intro like that, you really can take the week off. And it's been a minute since me and my player partner was grinding, man. But uh, shout out to B-Cox for the awesome intro. Facts, facts. B-Cox, the OG on the BTM podcast. Yes, it's a good show. Family-friendly show. You know what I'm saying? It is. And And quite entertaining, if I have to add. Listen, listen, man. I'm going to tell you the dope thing, bro. Holiday season's here. New Year's right around the corner. Yep. Guess what? We're going to recap 2021. Amazing year for BTM Podcast Season 3. But we had some uh, some some dope guests on this year. You know what I mean? We did. We had a lot of heat, man, starting yeah. with the young man, uh, Brian Cox, who we had <laughs> at the beginning, right? Right, right. So, you know what I mean? But I, I think the big thing is, man, I think about over the year, and it goes back for me, We started the year off with the bang with T.O., also known as Terrell Owens, Mm -hmm. formerly Terrell. (laughs) Shout out, T.O. You know I got to mess with you. But, no, I I thought it was cool because he came on, bro, and, like, he was calling people out. In in particular, he was talking about racing. He was like, it don't matter who it is. Brandon Marshall, B. Marsh, he said you was ducking him, too. It's on the episode. Yeah. Justin Gatlin. Now, Justin Gatlin runs professional. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I'm, I'm over here thinking, like, T, what you doing, bro? But then we also had on Chris Johnson. Yeah. And Chris Johnson was like, we even posed a question to him. You know what I mean? But, T.O., man, I'm tired of talking about it. Man, let's go to the tape so we can let everybody know. I mean, I, I named a couple of guys that, you know, football-wise that I felt like, you know, could compete or that had speed. He was one of those guys. And he talked about, he was like, spikes in two. I still will be able to give it to him. I only need like a few months to train. And so I'm going to ask you this, because he takes great pride and, and you know, T.O. always hard for him to keep a shirt on when he's working out. So if you and him are able to race with the, with the amount of time that we give you to train, who you like in this race, CJ? You serious? <laughs> oh, come on, man. You can't be serious. T.O.? I dust T.O. You know this, you know he's gonna see this now. I dust him. You know how they doing the new celebrity boxing with all the this yeah. and that, putting it on pay-per-view and all that? Set it up. Well, maybe we, we, we might need to set this up, have yeah. it a behind the mask production over here. Set it up. And then, like my man Spice said. CJ2K came back. He heard the smoke from T.O. and said he wanted all the smoke. He with the shit. He said, set it up, yo. Yeah, he, he did. He said, set it up. We got proof. You see it. Set it up. And he was like, it's down. So best believe this will be a BTM media production. Yeah, exactly. 2022, we're going to bring it to y'all live and uncut. You see, it says, set it up. T.O. want the smoke. CJ2K want the smoke. You already know Gatlin is the smoke, so they want to see if they can beat him. So 2022, 
we're gonna bring something special to y'all. We're gonna bring a BTM media exclusive. Y'all gonna see some of these current and former athletes get after you. Stay tuned 2022. Don't wanna miss it. And two, we gotta talk about that Super Bowl team from last year, Antoine Winfield Jr. stopped by the podcast. Yeah, he did, he did, man. Did his thing. You know, shout out to the Bucks. They they doing their thing, obviously, in the NFL. Just got to clinch the NFC South. And um, you know, looking to make another Super Bowl run. So we sat down with Antoine Winfield Jr. He talked about what it would take for the Bucks to make it back. To me, I wanna definitely create more plays, create more takeaways for my team. You know, that ultimately gives us the best chance to win. But um backing that up, man, we gotta run it back. We gotta do it again. That's that's pretty much the only way you can back that back that one up. So um goal is to go back. And you see Antoine Winfield Jr., he is ready to make another poise run with the Bucks for a Super Bowl, doing his thing, doing his part. Two picks on the year, two forced fumbles on the year. He's still balling, baby. Still balling. Still knocking dudes out, too. Got to do what he got to do. And obviously, you know, you got Tom Brady on that team, but it takes a total team to make a Super Bowl run. Looks like the Bucks are doing good. Mm-hmm. NFC, uh, NFC is competitive, though. Oh, very. Very, mm-hmm. to say at the least. We talk about the Rams, the Packers, the Cardinals. Yeah. You know, you look at uh, Cowboys. Cowboys yeah, 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 like so, very competitive in the NFC, man. Very. But, but we got to talk about the AFC side. Mm-hmm. One of our little player partners came through, man. Shout out to Darius Leonard. Maniac. Maniac, man. Mm-hmm. We giving you some love, bro. He stopped by the BTM pod, man. And we really just chopped it up and talked about what can we expect, not only out of the coach, but also from Darius Leonard. And, um, he addressed it quite well, too. I would say so. And the Maniac, again, another player, young player, doing his thing in the NFL. You know, I think what makes me different, you know, from a lot of people is I respect the game. I, I don't take I don't take plays off. I don't try to take days off. I'll go in and I give 110% no matter when it is. From first quarter to the last whistle, I'm going to give absolutely everything I got. And I'm going to respect the game. I'm going to play it the right way. And I'm going to go out and try to make a play on every single play. And as long as I can continue to get better and learn the game as much as I possibly can, I can just see myself going going up. Listen, my dog was spot on. He's made another Pro Bowl. Yeah. And he's on the verge of making another All-Pro, being considered All-Pro. Yeah. Best in the game, only one at that position. Yeah. And so I'm proud of him to see not only his growth, but his conviction. Whenever he talks, he believes everything that he says. So, you know, you you, you got to appreciate that. Yeah, man. Speaking into existence, every time he says he's going to do something, he does it. Goes out there, interceptions, forced fumbles, pick six, sacks, you name it. He's definitely leading that defense, and we can see why he's another uh, made the Pro Bowl another year. And, you know, hopefully he can make it to the All-Pro again. Yeah, no doubt. And I, the thing what I really appreciate about Darius – is he was like, look, man, like I could play out of my mind, but mental health is a big issue. And it's something that we need to be able to combat. And the thing that I appreciate about him him so much was he talked about navigating through life, you know, and it was hard for him. Yeah, definitely hard for him. Dealing with a lot of things internally with his family, uh, his family structure growing up. Unfortunately, things happened, but he still was able to focus that on the field. And I think one of the, the surprising things that came up because it's such a it's a topic that's so taboo. Mental health came up quite a bit during this uh, 2021 year, man. It did. And, and one thing that I really can appreciate about what we do on the Behind the Mask podcast, 
I mean, we know a lot. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> but in the event, if we don't know, we reach out to an expert. And that's the reason why we brought we brought on Dr. Nyaka Nilamti. She's the VP of Wellness and Clinical Service from the National Football League. And I really love her perspective, too, of when she was talking about why is it important not only to the I wouldn't say consumers, but to the people who are in need. But why it's important from a corporation standpoint in order to reach back out to the community and also to the workers. We really have to do a better job of demystifying and educating people about what therapy looks like. Right. So so, I, you know, I, I like to say I've I got a couch in my office, but you don't have to lay on it. Right. Um, and so I, I think that there is this this there's a lack of understanding of what does it mean to be in therapy? You know, being able to I actually had a conversation with a, a player who asked the very same question. I said, you know, therapy is the conversation that we're having right now. Right. And so it's not you know, it's not me sort of trying to peer into your brain and you know overanalyze things. It's really engaging in a, in a dialogue and with someone who is objective, someone who doesn't have, you know, is, is neutral and can, can sort of take a, that objective perspective and give you back what you just said to them. Right. And, and help you sort through some of those things. So I, I do think part of it is 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 helping to demystify um, and educate people about what that what it what does it look like to use the resources. I think one of the cool things is to look at as a follow up. Hall of Famer Brian Dawkins came on the BTM Pod for the one hundredth episode, and we actually brought it up to him. Like B Dog, you addressed it at your Hall of Fame speech. Go into more detail so we really can figure out what's going on and what's going on behind the mask. I was going to be hopefully moving you, not physically once again, but moving you with words by the emotions behind them, the real that was coming out of my out of my out of my heart to whomever needed that, whoever needed that. And I received I received so many DMs from people, man, that will go into detail of some of the things that they were planning for themselves, that that speech helped bless them to go speak to somebody to do things differently to know, know that there is an option there is another way to do it overcoming the odds rewriting the playbook delivering under pressure the mvps of small business lead their teams to victory all year long visa is proud to provide playmakers everywhere with more tools to help grow their business and help them achieve even greater success because the more people we can empower the more we all win. Visa, a network giving small businesses tools to grow. Spike, you're talking about B-Dog, Hall of Famers. We had a couple of players on the BTM podcast in 2021 also that are nominated for the Hall of Fame this year. My former teammate, Fred Taylor. Yep. Franchise, your former teammate, Willie Anson. Big stew, man. Big stew, man. Two great episodes also. And I think what I got out of it was knowing what it takes to to have a stellar career, to be thought of as a potential Hall of Famer. You know it. We talk yeah. about this all the time. Uh, you're more than deserving. But these guys are more than deserving as well. And they broke it down. What does it feel like? And do they feel like they should actually be in the Hall of Fame? I think I deserve to be in there uh, based on my numbers itself. Um, and hopefully at some point when they do a deep dive and they say, all right, this is the defenses that this guy faced. Mm -hmm. These are his numbers. Let's not look at the Pro Bowls because Pro Bowl is a joke nowadays. Yeah, so that criteria has to 
to, to go away at some point, I yeah. think. Um, but I think that uh, my numbers are solid. Um, you look at the fact that Jacksonville was an expansion team. Um, a lot of other things too. I, you know, I, but it's it's a sad situation where you got to politic. Yeah. You know, the team's got to get behind you. Uh, the right people get behind you. You got to have the right person to tell your story, mm. right? And and they can't be lazy. They got to want to get up there and win for you Facts. more than you want to win for yourself. So. Uh, our selector in our market, he has to really dig deep and say, hey, look, when you present, you know, this is how I'm presenting Fred Taylor. We know this. This is what you guys don't know. So that he got to focus on what they don't know and sell that. And hopefully I'll get enough votes to get it. Go, go ask the Hall of Fame players. Go ask yeah. the Strahan's and the, the Peppers and the Terrell Suggs and Jason Taylor and these guys and Warren Sapps. Ask them, should, should I belong there? And I think they'll say, yes. He does. This is Michael Strahan, 15-year NFL vet. I'm throwing my hat in the ring for Willie to be elected into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Your former teammate, Big Stu, Willie Anderson. Yep. He was on a BTM podcast. Episode was so good. We had a two-part episode for that one. But um, one of the things I remember from that episode was he talked about when you left the Bengals, went on to the Buffalo Bills, yeah. and they all faced each other. So yeah, what was going through your mind when you faced your former team for the first time, man? Listen, man, I listen, I tell everybody, if you really know me, you ain't even got to really know me. But <laughs> like, we lost a lot of games at the Bengals. And I just remember, man, having such high expectations. Yeah. Coming in the door, seeing Big Will, I was like, all right, Big Homie here, that provided me a comfort level. Mm -hmm. And I thought we were going to win more games, bottom line. Mm -hmm. But I remember we had this two and fourteen season. My God, I think we <laughs> we trash. were like like we were like we wasn't even trash. It was garbage, <laughs> expensive, <Garbage>. expensive trash, <laughs> trash bag. Man, like bro, like two and fourteen, and I, and man, I had all of this frustration pinned up in me because we came back when I went to Buffalo. We came back to Cincinnati and played. So I was like, listen. I, I, I'm telling everybody, listen, dog, I got some real special for you, bro. Make plays today. Like, make plays. We went in that dog, and I caught that pick, bro. You did your thing. And I scored that touchdown. Man, when I got in the end zone, that fucking 4-12 and 12 season, 2-14, and 14, <laughs> like, damn, 8-8, 9-7. Boy, I, I took all of that frustration. <laughs> and I just really was just like, like, Take this shit, man. Like, I hate y'all. Like, that's how I felt. That's how I played the game. And if you know me, I'm very passionate. And if I'm passionate about something, it's going to come out that way. Facts, facts. And homie Big Willie talked about that, too. So I, I had to watch him go to Buffalo and try to bull rush me and finger me in the throat <laughs> with, his, with his hand. And get that. And, and, <laughs> and, 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 and got yammed up. I looked like damn fly. And he was a fly paper. <laughs> He got an interception. I'm talking catching. I said, look at this dude running. And I saw him. Uh, he, he, he scored a touchdown. Spice scored a touchdown on us. And I saw him throw that ball back with all the anger he had in his body <laughs> from Chandlerville, Georgia. He threw it all. He tried to bust it down. I said, yo, why you throwing the ball so like you hate us now? Like, I, I fucking did. I always wanted to say that, dog. I was just like, I had that ball in my hands, too. I was like. That two and fourteen season I had, I was like, <laughs> "Fuck you!" I didn't care. <laughs> oh my Damn, God. yo, 
I'm running behind him, right? I'm like, yo, dude got a lot of fucking anger in his heart. Like, yo, what'd you do? I don't like this no more. Oh, that's funny. That's that funny. shit was funny, though. I just, I, re- I was, I was hot. I, like I was, like I got tired of being the butt blunt of the jokes. When I come home in the off season, you going to the playoffs? Goddamn, I'm just Carlos. Like I holler at you in January. Yeah. So you know, I like it. That's why I felt the way that I felt. But I'm gonna tell you what was also funny though. Can I can I share that with you? Right. That time when you said that you can block Grady Jarrett, all pro Grady Jarrett. That's exactly what you said. I thought it. Might have not meant it, but I said it. Well, let's go to the tape and see what Grady had to say about it. You know it's all love all the time. All love. <laughs> and I can still block him if I had to. I don't know now. That crop chop the guy. What you would do to him? We ain't gonna talk about it. Don't do that. We ain't gonna talk about it right now. Now my buddy, you know what I'm saying? But but if we gotta do a special one day. Alright, alright. That was good, but that wasn't even one of the funniest ones. I'm gonna tell you what was funny. We had another one of your former teammates on the Niners, Frankie G, Frank Gore, on the BTM podcast. Yeah. Top three rusher all time in NFL history. Now he's getting into boxing. You know, yeah. so a future Hall of Famer one day. Frankie G talked about how you, you know, you was a mentor for him when he got there, but he also talked about how he shook you out your cleats. We just seen a clip of those big ass cleats running down for interception. But he shook you out your cleats too, bro. Hey, dog. Never been shook. Check the record. Frank was on something. Frank was smoking or something. Frank, you know better, Frank. Check this one out. Uh, one of the reasons I, I played a long time, though, bro. And I appreciate that, man. Oh, man. Bruh, I appreciate that. Hey. I, I thought he was going to give you another story. Yeah, but hey, nah, yeah, I, I'm so ready for that one. You ever shook him? You ever, you ever met him in a hole and shook him or break him down, man? Because you know he used to wear them high top cleats in there. Yeah, room, bro. bro. I'm talking about, I'm like, damn, this motherfucker old school for real, bro. Bro. <laughs> I had them sharks. Hey, Frank, I had them sharks. Yeah, sharks, bro. I ain't had them screwing. I was like, man, no, ain't no, he had to be shark, like no like, chick like, out like, here. Like, 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 like the part one of cleats, bro. <laughs> right. I was like, okay, apex. Boy, I was like, boy, we got, I said, boy, we better be ready today, boy. And then we had Big Tigger, PA announcer of the Atlanta Hawks. And like the thing that I appreciate about Tigger, he's really a renaissance man. He likes to scuba dive. Two, do you remember the time you went scuba diving? Yeah, what about it? It was dope. Believe. Hey, you remember that time when somebody almost lost their old lady to the instructor? I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just, I listen, I'm, I'm just saying, bro. Yo, it wasn't even like, I, like, I, I'm, I'm a man of my word. Yeah, it happened. Almost, the instructor was definitely Mr. Steal Your Girl. It is Mr. Steal Your Girl. (laughs) (laughs) It was was ugly, man. I tell you one thing I never forgot was, have you ever seen a dude who goes scuba diving with his lady and his lady gets took (laughs) by the instructor and they just leave him? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to tell that part of the story. (laughs) Wait. A guy went scuba diving with his lady and what happened? So you know, all right, let me tell you, he tried gas it up. So let me tell you what happened. I ain't got no so this, gas. This, this, this what happened. So like I said, I felt like I was in shape, right? But what you don't realize is that 
you watching the, the, the current and the water and the fish and it's so beautiful, but when you're not paying attention, the current can take you where you don't want it to take you. Mm -hmm. So the guy was with, with Sheikah and they, you know, they together kind of swimming and everything. So I look up and I'm like, damn, they're about 15 feet away. So I'm thinking, let me just swim and catch them. It don't work like that underwater. <laughs> so underwater, I'm like, damn, I'm not going nowhere, right? So now I see a shark. So the shark is underwater and everything. And I'm just like, you can't scream. You can't yell because you got the, the, the tank in your mouth and everything. So I'm just like, hmm, hmm, like, hmm. Can't nobody hear me. Can't nobody not hear me. TV. You can't hear me, right? Uh -huh. So they can't hear me. And all I, I just see the shark going like this. And I'm like, damn, well, maybe the sharks ain't going to mess with me. I see another shark. So now I'm really like, mm, 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 waving. They don't see me. And he's just swimming away with her, you know, holding her hand. And I'm like, yo, this motherfucker want me to die. <laughs> he brought me down here with these sharks so like, I can die. He's got like, him. Man. Well, if they swimming like this, you're good. Yeah. And ultimately, I mean, I didn't know this, but it was only a nurse shark. So, oh, nurse sharks are the, like puppies of the sea. I didn't know that yeah, at the time. Like Who puppies. knows that? When you underwater no and you see that. a shark you and you just see a shark going like this, you're just like, hold up, what's going on? Yeah, but you got to be able to identify. I was mad and I went off with her like, yo, how you just going to leave with this dude <laughs> when I'm under here <laughs> <laughs> trying to get you? <laughs> leave me by myself, man. Ain't no way, bro. Man, it, it really wasn't that funny, yo, because like he really could have took her and I could have been drowning in Belize running from sharks and shit. That That's not really what you classify as, as funny. And then I still got on her because she left me and was holding hands with the damn scuba diver. You know, she had to hold it. hands with him underwater though. Like, man, what that's, what that's are we grimy, talking man. about? That's grimy, man. I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, how would you leave him? He's about man? to be damn how chum. He's about to be chum. Shark food. <laughs> and his old lady, he let the damn instructor take his off. <laughs> You laugh a little too hard at this shit, man. Oh, man. But nah, Zig <laughs> episode was dope, too, because he also talked about the time. You had one of your infamous pool parties. Everybody in Atlanta knows that Spice pool parties right? were epic. But he had a little bit too much fun at this pool party. So much fun. He left worse than he had came. You remember this one time I found somebody, like one of my favorite athletes of all time. Bo Jackson. And I walked into my laundry room and I found <laughs> one Bo Jackson shoe. And I was like, what the hell is that? I don't even wear like a size 11 or whatever it was. And like 30 minutes after I found the shoe, somebody called me. Hey, dog, listen. I, I, don't, I don't know where. I just walked out of your house with one shoe. <laughs> if you see it, just hold it for me. I was like... How in the hell did you leave one shoe? I, I know I didn't drive. <laughs> Somebody else drove that time I left y'all. That, that's the only thing I could really add it up to. But I literally got home and got out the car and was like, <laughs> hey, man, somebody got my shoe. They was like, what you mean? I was like, I only got. It was like, you had to leave it up there. That's when I hit you. Like, and he was like, and then, then here's the funny part. A year and a half went by. Yeah. Because I missed the next pool party. That was one of the pool parties I missed the next summer. So from a year from the pool party to the next pool party, and then maybe three, four, five months later, I finally get the shoe back. <laughs> I done bought another pair. <laughs> 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 
I had to, though. I love, I love those wool jackets. The Tiffany joints, they oh, were mean. Hey. No, they was cold. Cold-blooded, bro. Bro, I've seen a lot of things left at the house from a pool party. I was left one year. Yeah, you was left. <laughs> Didn't realize it until two days after that. Man, it was in a coma upstairs. All right. You but, went to the Hawks game and left me. I, I, you I, that? Yeah, I do. I do remember that, dog. But, no. But, like, one of the, like, two always keep it 100. But this next guest we about to talk about, he definitely keeps it 100. Man, you, none other than Brian Cox. Dog, he was so transparent, my dog. Like, 100% of the time. Hey, have you ever gotten to it with somebody on the field and then felt like, you know what, after the game I'm going to see him? But not only that, did you really go see him or did you leave it on the field? Now, the furthest I've ever taken it was to the locker room and still in, you know, you walk down the same locker room. But outside of that, you know, once we separated, it was over. But this case coming up, this probably, this is going to blow your mind, man. Listen, tune in, tap in. People don't realize this. Like, I wasn't fighting on the field with the cameras and all that shit. Huh. I go to people bus after the game. <laughs> ain't no cameras out here, dog. Let's get it. What you want? Ain't no, you cell, ain't no cell phones with the cameras back like, then either. Right. I'd go, I'd go sit on the fence by people's cars. Like, what's up? You said you want to do something. I remember I was in, in uh, Indianapolis. I was playing against... Uh, the Colts, and I was with the Dolphins, and they had a center by the name of Kurt Laudermilk. Um, he was a prick. He was an asshole, if you ever seen him. The guy used to wear, like, the fingers cut out in his gloves, and he let his fingernails grow, and he tried to dig in your eyes. He was outside one day. Me and him got into it in the game. He was outside with his daughter. He was holding his daughter. I took a swing at him while he had his daughter in his hand while he was walking to his car. I was like, dude, if we going to do it, let's do it. I mean, I ain't bought all that old fake stuff and all that old you know, funny stuff. Let's go. <laughs> Same thing when I got into it with um, um, the linebacker, Joey Porter. I wouldn't have sat on Joey's old school. And him, his wife, and his kids come walking out. I said, we got a problem, or we going to fix Smoking a cigar sitting on this old school. <laughs> like, what we going to do? Yo, I told you this dude keeps it a buck 1,000% of the time, too. Yeah, man. Ain't, ain't nothing like it, bro. Like, when he told us that story, bro, I couldn't help but laugh. I'm just like, oh, bro, you really going out there. And like I said, you, you see why people fear B. Cox, because it wasn't just intimidating on the field. But it was intimidating off the field at the same time. So imagine you try to on the road, you, you about to get back on the bus and go back to the home, go, you know, get on the airplane or if he visiting, what you gonna do with somebody sitting on your car by the time you come out and you with your old lady? You, you know what you need to do when you see somebody sitting on your car like that? What? You cut a fire. Cut a fire. <laughs> you cut a fire, like B. Cox said. <laughs> and if you didn't see that episode, you make sure you go back, not only check out his, but all of them, but in particular this one. Uh, so I want to ask you, what will be the legacy of the great Layla Ali? <laughs> I, it's funny. I don't. I don't consider myself great, but I'll take that. But um, you know, I think that being that I'm not just the average person. I'm Muhammad Ali's daughter. I'm always going to be, like I said, thought of to be his daughter, which is fine to me. So 
even when people talk about my legacy, they're going to talk about his. So to me, to be to have been able to, you know, carve out my own lane in his shadow and still have lots of similarities to my father, that is an amazing thing. That is an amazing um, accomplishment. Yo, that that episode with Layla Ali was so amazing. I think we have some greats on the BTM podcast. You know what I'm saying? But Facts. to have one of the best. Take that back. To have the best female slash woman boxer ever on the show, that was major, bro. And just her talking about her legacy and how she set it apart from her dad, from the GOAT, Muhammad Ali, was amazing. You talk about intimidation. She's beauty and the beast in one, bro. We had it on the BTN podcast, man. Listen, bro, that was huge. It was huge. And the authenticity, yeah. the realness, she was very jovial at times. Yeah. You know, like, so anyway, man, y'all check, check that out. The part that I like, we asked Layla Ali, what was it like dating an NFL player, the homie Curtis Conway? She said, yeah, I better ask him what it was like dating a champ. <laughs> I'm the prize in the bottom of the Cracker Jack box. You heard? <laughs> Shout out to Layla Ali. We appreciate you coming on the BTL podcast. Definitely check that episode out, too. Yeah, man, it, it was dope, bro. Like, she brought it start to finish. And the thing about it is uh, make sure everybody take advantage of, you know, the holiday savings. You know, yeah. she, she got the uh, not only the recipes, but the uh, ingredients, her mm -hmm. own cooked line of products. Yeah. So uh, we definitely we definitely going to be having those up in the Spikes household. Absolutely. Anything you get on her website, Layla Ali Lifestyle, uh, Layla Ali, Layla Ali .com, uh, use the code BTM20 and you get 20 percent off of all your items that you pick up. Definitely check it out. Shout out to Layla Ali once again for supporting BTM. And uh, y'all make sure y'all check that out. No doubt, man, because she was very inspirational. Mm -hmm. But the next guest that we're going to talk about, he is very ink-spirational. Mm -hmm. Shout out to my dog, man. Inky, you in the building, boy. For sure. Inspiration, man, is about, you know, working from the inside out. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Character, integrity, all those things that mean something, right? Motivation is something that's great, right? But I think discipline is even greater. Like when you look at us, all of us are adults, right? Children, whatever the case may be. And I always say to people, more than motivation, I think people need to be reminded of what's important. Mm -hmm. And so for me, when I say inspiration, when I say inspiration, I'm just trying to serve as a reminder of what's important, mm -hmm. right? Most of the time when I step on the stage, I'm not trying to tell somebody what to do. I'm not trying to tell somebody how to live their life. Oh, bro, you're going to do that, right? What I'm trying to do is serve as a reminder of what's important. So when I walk out of the room, the cat's like, man, I, I didn't think about that. Uh -huh. Or, man, I might do need to be more grateful in that area and aspect of my life. And if I impact them, like, I don't believe I can change somebody's life, right? You'll never hear those words come out of my mouth in terms of speaking. Uh -huh. I'm going to change your life. Nah, like if somebody decide to change... They, they got all that credit because they mustered up the courage to do it. But if I could say a word, if I could say a phrase, a concept to make them think like, man, I might need to do a little bit better. That's inspiration. Like mm -hmm. my job is done. And so that's what it means to me. Bruh, I got to say it. Inky Johnson's episode was super dope. Yeah. Very inspirational. Right. Inky, I really like that too. Just, <laughs> just want to be real with you, man. But like he brings a, he brings a lot to the table like every day like one of the things that I look forward to is receiving 
his inspirational quotes at the beginning of the week or every Monday. So, Ink, shout out to you for that, bro. Most definitely, most definitely. Make sure y'all check out his podcast also, Serendipity with Inky Johnson. Check that out. You know what I mean? You can find that on all your favorite podcast platforms. But Spice, man, um, these were just some of the incredible guests we had in 2021. You know what I'm saying? Yep. If we had more time, we can lay them all out. But what I got to do is definitely go back on your on our YouTube page, check out some of the episodes. In fact, check out all the episodes we have. That's what I'm talking about. You know about what I mean? Too. And then also, listen, anywhere you get your podcast content, we on Spotify, we on Apple, we on Google, we on Amazon, we everywhere. So, you know, there's no excuse not to check us out. And um, I, I really think that we got some dope stuff going on. And you can also follow us on social media at the BTM Podcast. Brother, 2021 was dope. New Year's is coming. What we got for next year, man? Man, we got that heat. We dripping already. I'm telling you. So trust me when I tell you this. We got more, even bigger, better athletes, mm -hmm. more entertainers, more Hall of Famers, and maybe the best part, I even got more jokes for the plus-size model. Yo, bro. <coughs> what do you, why you, why you got to bring me into the fray? I thought you was giving some real, you know, some real spill to the I, audience I, here. I just, I, I thought when we decided to work with each other, I thought it was going to be too tough. But I hear this, you know, the plus-size model, this, this alter ego that he has going on. So, man, make sure y'all stay tuned because... We gonna give it to you. We dropping an episode every week. For listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.